I killed Earl Milford. <laughs> and don't edit this to say, I killed Earl Milford. <laughs> I'm telling you, I really think we should do a community versus Arrested Development cast off like we did with oh, 30 Rock that's and Parks an and Rec. Excellent shout. Excellent shout. And I look, I always thought, I always thought I would want to support Arrested Development here, but I will totally give you Arrested Development and I can take community and we'll okay. do the cast off. Well, either way, the, the, both terribly good shows and terribly brilliant cast members. So you can have fun with either one, which is the great part. And I, I can, we won't delve into it now in case, in case we get too excited, but um, you can have so much fun with like, you know, the, the 1v1s in that particular cast off, I feel. Oh, completely. The straight man and everything against each other. By the way, everybody, you haven't randomly come halfway through an episode. No, this is hello. just how we started. Hello, hello, one and all. Welcome to episode 37 uh, of our movie, comic, and game podcast. I understood that reference. Rob, how are you, buddy? Loved that click, buddy. Keep that click coming. Clickety-click. I'm actually doing that a lot lately. I'm doing well, but I'm also doing a lot of clicking. Doing this point-click thing. Can you hear it there? You can't see it, but I imagine that I'm, as I'm clicking, it turns into a good point, a solid point. So I'm going... How about that? That was that was a pretty good click, to be honest. We're like right? those enemies in The Last of Us. You know, a couple of, couple of clickers oh, God, over the here. clickers in The Last of Us. They're scary. There you go. I understood that reference, man. Okay, we got to nice. get some references in, in these shows. Yeah, but yes, uh, welcome, everybody. How, how is everybody? Hope everybody's well. Mm. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Apparently, we're number 10 in the Italian film and TV podcasts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Ciao is how you say hello in, in Italian. There's a little bit of language. Ciao. I know I said that very strangely, didn't I? Ah. That's what I get for making an effort. But that's that's awesome. That's really cool. I was I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, I, I'm astonished both at your Italian accent and at the fact that we somehow made the top 10 in Italy. But delighted nonetheless to our uh, wonderful Italian uh, friends overseas. Oh, what is it? Uh, buongiorno. Arrivederci. So that's hello and goodbye. I bookended the whole thing so I don't have to remember it later. How about that? But I thought ciao, ciao is hello as well, according to Google Translate. <laughs> okay. I think ciao can, is very contextual, but I think, yeah, it can mean hello and goodbye. There we go. There's your, there's your, we're like Duolingo over here. Duo because there's two of us. Lingo because... We know the lingo, baby. Oh, we know the lingo. I... There you go. Nice, nice. So, uh, Rob, we yeah. reached out to Twitter recently and I put up... Put a big hand into Twitter. Damn right I did. Oh, and I yeah. put out the four... What we were talking about last week was the uh, our picks for the MCU. The casting. We were casting them. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I put them up yeah, at like a little poll to see which people thought was the best one. And I put up Joe Curie, Iceman, Jeffrey Wright as Beast, Robert Pattinson as Angel, and Evan Rachel Wood as Gene. Mm. Can you guess which one and which people preferred? I hope... Well, we might have informed this decision, but I would have thought that Jeffrey Wright um, as Beast was just so such a nail on the head people couldn't ignore it jeffrey wright got the lowest votes at 21 percent. what the f- what the fuck what? i know right the winner was robert pattison as angel he was the winner he was the winner with 33 percent. it was pretty close now but he won by a good 10 percent oh okay wow it's all about our pats these days ah i'm delighted for you buddy come on our pats let's grab a beer come on again he does he does he does look like you <laughs> I'm, I'm milking something that isn't really a thing, but he. Um, what, you're what? Uh, wouldn't it be? <laughs> Maybe a, stop that and do the podcast. <laughs> uh, li- listen, um, I 
I like that for a couple of reasons. His casting and his likeness to me. But um, I think... He, I, as we talked about it last week, I hadn't considered him initially for Angel, like maybe for somebody else, but just had a nice lens of like he does have that kind of gaunt, kind of almost angelic, sharp features in a in an oil painting kind of look about him. He he fits that mold. But doubly interesting is the fact that he's currently Batman. So what a full switch from dark light to white light. You know what I mean? Yeah, from a, nice. like a, a symbolism standpoint, at least. Um, that's my two cents on it. From bat wings to angel wings. There you go, right there. Yep. Right, so we'll actually, because we're talking about Robert Pattinson and Batman, we're going to jump <gasps> into that because, look, yes. it was the DC fandom thing this week and everybody's oh, yeah. talking thing about it. is very important there. What is this thing? Fandom. Is it in a dome? I assume so. It's a virtual online thingy because oh, we all have to go online, of course. Dome. That's bullshit. It could be anything then. Oh, we can't really see. Are you, are you guys in a dome? It's, you can't tell because it's virtual. Oh, don't, don't worry. It's we're in a big dome. Don't worry about that. Just got you know. No, why aren't the walls curved? Ah, oh, well, you know, it's not really a. It's not really not in this part of the dome. It's not. It's you know not, what? Their name is DC. They should have gone with Dome City, but then people would have said Dome Shitty, I guess. So they would have. That's why they didn't. And also, people would have for you know forevermore after this newcomers to DC would have thought DC stood for Dome City. That's also very true. It should be problematic for the brand. I mean, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, unfortunately. So, with that in mind, we are going to go straight into this. Now, now, again, because, look, this thing has been talked to death by pretty much everybody. So, we're not going to do it the usual way because we never do anything the usual way. Yeah, they fought to the death in the fandom. Whoa, it's a fight. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I I would watch that. Mad Max, beyond fandom. Beyond the fandom. (laughs) Nice. So what we're going to do is me and Rob are going to each give you our thoughts on the kind of four big trailers, but we've each got a minute. That's all. One minute each to give as much thoughts as we can in a as as palatable a way as possible. Mm. So, Rob, I think we should start with the biggest one, which was the Batman. Do you want to go first or shall I in our minute, our minute of DC fandom power? <laughs> you, you go. You fire away there while I collect myself. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Right. I'm even going to get my little my little timer here. Right. So oh. it begins now. Right. Uh, am I excited about this? Yes. A hundred percent. I think this has a lot of potential to be very good. The problems with it are is that it looks very very treading of old ground. The Joker in it looks very very much like the Joker. Or sorry, the Riddler in it looks very very much like the Joker in the Dark Knight. So it's a, it definitely seems like it's going for the same vein. However, Batman looks like a detective. It's set very early on in his career, so he looks kind of unstable. He looks a lot more brutal in his actions. He also looks like he's kind of losing himself to the life a little bit. He looks like a kind of frayed kind of character. He's very, very, oh, doesn't know how to handle things and looks like his wit's end and all that. Characters, actors look fantastic. Looks really, really kind of gritty and stuff like that. It's only a quarter of the film released altogether, so the trailer's taken from that. So a lot of potential there. I'm a little bit wary about some parts of it, but you know what? On the whole, it was easily the best trailer they showed, and I think Robert Pattinson looks good in the type of Batman that they're trying to portray. Exactly one minute. Feckin' hell. It's going to be very hard to follow up, but I'm just going to dive in anyway. So I agree with all that you said there, so that saves me some time. But uh, first of all, I will say, I think it's impressive what they had to show, because, like, to your point, the only 25% done, so it looks great so far, and that actually gets me doubly excited, because it means... 
you know, there might be still massive set pieces and things that weren't even teased at all, but di- that just shows you they didn't even need it. I love the idea of multiple villains in a Batman movie for well, for multiple reasons. Obviously, we're so used to seeing them. You don't need to dedicate one Batman or one villain to one Batman film these days. Why not uh, use a few? But also, he's got such a good rogues gallery. So yeah, lean into like Catwoman, the, the Riddler, uh, Penguin. Colin Farrell is unrecognizable, by the way. What, a, what an amazing little bit of casting there. Really enjoying the gothic kind of specific tone. I, I, I know it's kind of treading a little bit into maybe the, the Tim Burton stuff, but I, I, I think he's just clotted out of that because uh, it's not as not as zany. Very moody, very dark, and also very much enjoying the, the, the sense that he's going to be going full-time detective and picks up just in his early days as Batman. But either way, Boom, huge, that's a menace. huge potential in this one, I think. Are you actually going to shout minute every time? Oh, 100%. Oh, uh, listen, this is... Hell. We we gotta have some differentiation, man. You know what I mean. This is our this is our DC. What do I call it? Fandom Sexy minute time. Minute of power. <laughs> so, is there anything else then, basically, that you think needs to be said about Batman? Because I think the big thing that we're both think taken from it is potential. I think there is so Great much potential. potential. Yeah. Even after seeing that trailer, I have even I have faith that mm. this will be a good film. I think the one thing I was willing to say is it's like it's for it's it's very practical. Like you can like the the hits and the punches and the sets and the movements. Even there's a bit where like you get shot in the chest. It, there's a physical kind of blast reaction to that sort of as it happens. Just first, it's just back to the good stuff versus the the such a CG heavy fest that was the Zack Snyder interpretation of Batman. Yeah. So also and, like look forward to that. And he looks like he does in the comics, as in he's actually doing some detective work. Hmm. So there you go. World's greatest detective work. The world's greatest detective comics work. Ah, oh, there Boom. it is. Not, not Dome City. Not Dome it's City. Dome City, baby. <laughs> You're doing dumb, shitty work, Batman. What? Nothing. Nothing. Ah. Anyway, we move on now, and I'll let you take this one first, Rob. Okay. Okay. So let me know when you're ready, and I'll and I'll hit the L timer. Wonder Woman, 1984. Oh, okay. Right. Wonder Woman. Go. Um, they should have just <laughs> got back to the first trailer. It was better because there was kind of a less is more approach. But I will say, loving the 80s aesthetic. I think it's really good fun when they do a superhero movie and kind of combine it with like a period piece. I think that's why hers was so fun the first time around, which is a really solid movie. It's why Captain America is so fun in the first Avenger. Period piece. Good fun. I struggle with Gal Gadot a little bit. I feel like maybe she's a little bit wooden. I think she's good at the physical acting, but um, I think she struggles with the more subtle stuff. Very unsure about Cheetah as it stands. We get a little glimpse of her. Not sure. Also, I think I'm just so used to seeing Kristen Wiig as a funny person. Also, uh, unclear on who the other villain is. That guy from Game of Thrones. I'm using my minute to think of his name. But I'm not as... This was such an afterthought for me, I will say. But I'm still looking forward to the film. Aethys aesthetic. Interesting story. Good cast. Hello? Boom, exactly a minute. Well done. Pa- Pedro Pascal. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Tag yeah. that in. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> I'll put it in. I'll just I'll just randomly insert Pedro Pascal. I did not kill uh, <laughs> Aaron Milford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm probably gonna do that. Oh, this is this is gonna be a difficult one to follow, Rob, because you've covered a, a lot of the thoughts. Well, there's not much to be said about that one. So, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, you know what? You said Captain America. This trailer made me think of Captain America. Oh. Uh, the period piece part of it and all that. She's running at one point and actually looks like the first Captain America film. Uh, it looks very bright. They're really committing to that aesthetic. Obviously, they're trying to go against the grain of the rest of the DCEU films. Good. So it's bright. looks very happy. 
Yeah, Kristen Wiig is cheetah, looks awful, the CG is terrible, <laughs> whatever. Maybe the film, she'll be better because the trailer makes her look terrible. People have already likened it to cats. Not a thing you want to do. It does look good though. I mean, Gal Gadot, yeah, I'm the same as you, I guess. I'd like her as Wonder Woman, but I feel like she's just not invested in these kind of films anymore. Chris Pine looks good. I don't know a thing about the other villain. The whole thing looks a bit hawky. Love the 80s aesthetic. Looking forward to 80s music. Definitely yes. doesn't look as good as the first trailer. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed by this and everybody seems to be very, very happy with it and I didn't want to say bad things about it but I kind of feel like I would let the audience down and myself down if I didn't say that I'm a little bit trepidatious after watching this trailer. Okay. I will sur- summarize all this by saying it seems to be bad luck to bring cat-themed elements into superhero films. Obviously, you mentioned it. Halle Berry's atrocious Catwoman is is the <laughs> the pinnacle, the benchmark of um, the best fucking film of all time. Oh my god! Somehow, not the worst DC film. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, but uh, think of Black Panther, the cat-like movements. I think when they try and CG it, it just looks rubbery and wavy and weird. So, why didn't they just do like do her in like a rogue? You know, like rogue from X Men. Just put her in a suit that makes her. You know, don't make her CG. Yeah, um, yeah, because you lose all sense of weight and proportion. Yeah, weight and, and texture and kind of tangibility. You know, when she's acting against the the other cast members and stuff. I don't did, know. did you get Did you get a very very early phase one Marvel movie vibe from this movie? Uh, the trailer. I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Honestly, I kind of got Captain Marvel feels. I I just felt like it was a bit felt a bit glossy or something yeah and i think i wonder is that intentional i wonder is that because in- i got the same feeling too i won't i, I, think I, that I didn't could mind be- the, i didn't mind the bright tone i did like that to your point i think that's fun i think the neon zany good music stuff is will will elevate it but uh i just think it, i just i don't know i don't know as much about this character so i'm not as invested automatically i think which is the problem but i have good faith in the lady who's directing it because she seems just she just seems like whip smart about how to approach these things in general. But, hey, uh, whip smart. That was a, that because she has a whip. I like, oh yeah, I like that. that uh, I mean, um, that was intentional. Right. So I guess I will go because I really want to take this one. I want to take it before you do as well because I'm going to you know do do my tang. So the next okay. one is the Justice League. Oh. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh me oh my, off you go, oh, buddy. Me oh me me oh my is right. So here we go. Justice League, four hours of absolute shite is what this is going to be. Pure unbridled shit. And like, I mean, the trailer made it probably look worse than I thought it was going to make it. All the criticisms yeah, the original took, oh, the villain is so bland in CGI. So the first thing we're going to show in the trailer is another bland, awful CGI film that I couldn't care less about. They put the song uh, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen over it, which is also the same song that's used in the awful, awkward sex scene in Watchmen, which is also directed by Zack Snyder. And I'm like, that's not the kind of fucking connections I want to make in my head, buddy, because that's a terrible film as well. So don't make me think of that when you're doing another one, you know? Like, look, it doesn't look interesting. It looks like it has the same kind of issues. Oh, great, Superman's wearing a black costume this time that he wasn't in before. Flash saves a girl. Too late, guys. You can put all the context you want. You can make it 15 hours you're still not going to make it any less dull. In fact, I would argue making it 15 hours or four hours is going to make it more dull, just like those awful, awful Transformers movies. One minute. Can I just... (laughs) I'm slow clapping you. And then I'm going to follow it up with a nice cursory point click. Got to get that click in. Also, is shite shite an Irish thing? 
Because um, that's only used in Ireland, or do people say shite? It's definitely countries? definitely in the UK. They're familiar with it as well, for sure. That's okay. Because I was like, am I just using it as because sh- shit? People use shit. Cloud Strife uses the word shit in the Final Fantasy VII remake, which I was like, wow, that's weird. But I mean, it would have been funnier if he said shite. <laughs> I would have laughed then. I it definitely strikes. I'd say the the Aussies do it as well because if obviously the the heritage is very closely linked to, you know, here in the UK. But I don't know. I think shite is funnier. That's why I prefer to use it. I, I me too, hundred percent. It gives me great, like, Father Ted kind of um, connotations, that kind of thing. You know, like, old, silly Irish comedy kind of vibes. It takes the harshness out of shit. Yeah, it's like, instead of saying, okay, I won't go there. Actually, <laughs> I'm not even going to go. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like, well, you know. Good That's God. That's much softer. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I should have used feck. Feck, feck. That should have been the example I used. <laughs> That would have been that would have been a better example to use, but we're here. We are. Oh, well, here look, we are. Uh, anyway, look, we're just being loosey goosey now. So there we are. There it is. Okay, I'll do my sexy one minute take. Sexy time for the minute. Sounds about right. Okay, so Zack Snyder's Justice League. Four hours. Wait, four <laughs> one hour parts, uh, and a completed vi- film version is what I read. So how is that a thing? How is it both things? Is it going to be a long series or a mini series or is it film? Make up your fucking mind, please and thank you. Um, also, it struck me that it was like in a 4.3 ratio, at least for the trailer. Is that intentional? Is that an artistic choice? Do we have to sit through that drivel <laughs> in a squashed boxy screen as well? What is the plan here? Also, I agree. Stop trying to roll back the, 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 the bits from the old trailers as if to justify the existence of this in the first place with a very <laughs> famous, you should probably move. Like I don't care if that that's there. I don't. I don't want to know what happened to him. Why are they making this film? Everybody's so thrilled that it's happening. It shouldn't be happening. This is. It's made the the this whole DC universe a mess because now we've got the Batman and now we've got Batman back again. Batfleck is back versus Pattinson. It's Pattinson versus Batfleck. It's how can you compare the two? They're saying they're in parallel universes. What is this fucking universe supposed to be? Where did, what's happening here? Why are we doing it's, this? It's bat shite is what it is, okay? I am annoyed that they're gonna they're dragging this into four hours. I was okay if he did his own film interpretation, but now he's just getting greedy. I don't like that. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm an- now I have to do my... Now I get to do my ultimate four-hour vision. That's nonsense. Because you're supposed to do it in an hour, or in a couple hours as a regular movie. This These are extraordinary circumstances, but what... What's happening? But come on, also, I, I know I said it before, but I was I texted my friend there yesterday because he asked me about this exact thing. I was like, look, if you hire a hire builder and he builds he builds your house out of excrement and then you hire him again to build, to, to build uh, like an extension on the house and he builds that of excrement, you know what? Are you going to hire him the third time expecting your house to be built out of something else or your conservative to be built out of something else other than excrement? And then if he builds out of excrement, are you going to be disappointed? Because that's what's happening here. <sighs> Yeah, uh, we're going to take a lot of flack from that because people seem to really enjoy us. Anyway, th- I, I thought that trailer was a joke. If, I, I think as well, oh uh, yeah, I, I went over the top a little bit for the sake of it, but at the same time, I I, I think, I just find it odd that people are so enamored by this interpretation <laughs> having not seen it yet. Um, you and me both, friend. You and me both. And like, I, like, people might think we're being harsh, but we're not though because we've seen the previous stuff. So... <laughs> which isn't good what, yeah it's cause, yeah we, it's, it's, we're going on his consistency but one thing i will say if like in 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 justice league the, the joss whedon version superman when he comes in 
they play that original Superman. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. And look, it's great and all that. But if they do do this remake, I would prefer if one of those awesome Man of Steel, like Launch or Flight or something like that came on. It would be more thematically correct and I love those songs. Mm. So that's that's the only thing I care about them changing because everything else I couldn't care less. I, I, <laughs> I really I, I, couldn't. I'd also like to add some context to my frustration here. It's because I really like the characters. Like I... I'm a big Batman fan. I really like Henry Cavill being cast as Superman is fantastic. That's that's really good. Yeah, he's stuff. excellent. And he's excellent at it. So it's just frustrating when I don't know. I guess I'm still so soured by that mess that was that other Justice League film. Like that was such yep. a mess. Look, it has to be better than that though, right? It has to be. I mean, does it though? Does it? Because at least when Superman came into that film, he was a comic accurate representation of Superman, <laughs> like about justice and truth and all that. Yeah, but it was too jarring because it wasn't because it's not it wasn't the same Superman from that lineage. True. All right, let's move on. Do it. God. Suicide Squad, last one. Let's go. Minute begins now. Okay, so we got two things on the Suicide Squad. We got a cartoon sort of character sort of collage introducing everybody we also then we got this behind the scenes sneak peek sort of teaser so not an actual trailer it was very like oh james gunn's in town baby and we know we've got james gunn because be me oh my baby me oh my we've got a good movie in our hands he's like this is the biggest movie i ever i've ever done and it's gonna be super and then charles roven the producer comes in and he's just like you think you've seen stuff you haven't seen any stuff i'm like piss off charles roven you've made some terrible films in your time <laughs> what do you know have you seen <laughs> have you seen your don't tell me what i've seen <laughs> i but anyway jokes aside well that's i'm not joking i do think james gunn is a great choice for this collection of characters he can really lean into the fun silly comic book side here with the likes of polka dot man and the shark fella and just even the casting is just far more creative than you know the the, the previous iteration which was so dreary and dull and gray and everything so like this has actually i i am looking forward to this because his name is attached to it they're branding it because his name is attached to it and fair play to them and i'll summarize with this one of the quotes that uh, one of the actors, Aflula Borg, used to describe this film. And he said, everything is exploding. Genitals, heads, arms, legs. That's what I think. And I agree. Happy days. That That's a nice that's a nice way to end this, to be fair. <laughs> ah, yeah. I mean, I wonder, was that just how happy they are? That That's why they were exploding. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe. My minute, I guess I'll go now. This th- I'm just going to go for the trailer, which shows all the characters. It almost seemed to me like a collection of craft beer cans because they're all like brightly colored and crazy drawings and everything on it like a fucking beaver town like beaver town cans really happy that james gunn is on it i guess even though i think he's a bit overrated but i think they're definitely they're definitely like relying on that knowledge because they're like look at these characters you don't know any of these characters but remember you didn't know any of the guardians of the galaxy and you love them right so you're gonna love these ones just the fucking same goddamn right you are but yeah, the cast's great. Nathan Fillion, even uh, yes. uh, John Cena. Look, he's great in Bumblebee. I'm happy enough that he's in it. Seems like a good uh, Michael Rooker and stuff like that from Guardians of the Galaxy. Again, that connection. So look, has potential. I think Margot Robbie is good as in that role as Harley Quinn. Too many characters are the same as the last one, though, which is going to piss me off because I'm like, is it this universe? Is it a different one? But there's lots of potential. Hopefully it'll be good. It doesn't really have that much to do because the original was so shit that it would kind of be, <laughs> be a passable film. And you know what, James Gunn? You've won if it's a passable film. That's my minute. Fair play. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. The the fact that the lucky few that made it across from the previous film, because I guess they really were the only cast we're talking about from the last one, which is the mistake the previous one made. They had they're like, oh, this is the Suicide Squad. We got loads of fun characters, but they only ever focused on Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Yeah, and, and made them all Jared Leto. incredibly drab. <laughs> yeah, but like they only focused on them because they're like, oh, well, they're the A-listers. Whereas, whereas I guess what I feel like hopefully James Gunn accomplishes is that you've just got great actors across the board here with the 
sort of implication, or at least I'm inferring that he, they're going to get more equal screen time and everybody gets their moment, which is what specifically did not happen in the other one. Yeah, and specifically does happen in Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. So I think essentially they just said, listen, buddy, you make Guardians of the Galaxy, but make it for Dome City Comics. All right, yeah. that's what we make want. It for, <laughs> make it for Dome City. The Dome City Suicide Squad coming at you yeah, from a that's, dome. Yeah, DCSS, wait a second, that's not good. But yeah, that's essentially what I'm thinking they wanted here. And that's, you know what? I'm I think it'll be that. fun. I think I think it'll be funny. At, like, at, at a minimum, at least it'll be funny, which is great. Because uh, I think he's done, I think he's got a, I like his humor style, I have to say. I think James Gunn does good humor. If anybody who have, hasn't seen Super yet, God. Rain Wilson and, oh my God, I mentioned her last week. Uh, Kitty Pride from those X-Men films. Oh, sorry. She's super famous. Um... <laughs> Ellen Page. Yes, sorry. God damn it. God damn it. That was a conception. Yeah, really, really, really good film. I actually really, really like that film. Nathan Fillion as well is in it yet again. Yeah. Because he's a very good friend of James Gunn. Oh, well, he's a very good actor and I like him. And he should have been Nathan Drake when they missed that boat, didn't they? Anyway. He was in that that, that little short film they made. Showed the potential. But, yeah. Rob, you know what? Didn't even think about it. But there you go. If anybody's playing bingo, Rob just mentioned Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, It was completely natural uh, as well. I had to plan these things. I don't, I never plan, I don't plan anything. Oh, listen, me neither. I'm just that's what I make sure not to actually. How did this podcast happen? I was just sitting down one day and suddenly you put a microphone in, yeah, in front of me, not in. Not yeah, in I, was about to say, I was about to say, <laughs> let's <laughs> not ask where. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it. Okay. Um, do we need to do any other wrap ups of any other? Because there were some other little teasers. There was a couple of games. <sighs> What? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm going to be honest. I I, fuck. I only half pay attention to that. <laughs> sure, there's some, some rock steady games coming out, but one of them just kind of annoyed me, the Suicide Squad one, because they're just basically being like, look, Harley Quinn is just Deadpool now. Let's not even try and make her be Harley Quinn. Let's just make her be Deadpool. And that's kind of frustrating me a little bit. Oh, because so. she's all self-aware and meta and all that. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah they're okay, really okay, leading okay. too heavily. I hadn't thought about that. Like, that's a good point. Ah, well, it'll sell. Uh, what was interesting is they did a little Black Adam the rock voiceover sort of animated thing bit clickbaity if you ask me but still very very clickbaity it's just like it's like black adam teaser you click in it's not even fully animated it's just concept art flicking by oh my god dc means dependable clicks dependable clicks or definite clicks definitely god i should have gone with that rather than dependable clicks or us you're known for your quick wit huh yeah um are you no, 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 not at all. No, no. Not pretty, not <laughs> that dependable. But, yeah, no, I think, I don't know. I'd love to see a face-off of Henry Cavill versus The Rock. I think that, that, that could be fun. We won't, though. It's going to be Shazam and, and, and Black Adam. That's the, the that... They're the guys who will go against each other. Yeah, are they historically the guys that go together in the comics? As far as I know. I don't know much about those comics, but I believe that they are the two guys who usually square off at one uh, another. That's not going to work, remember, though. You remember the end of Shazam? when Superman walked into it and they couldn't even get Henry Cavill to come back for that cameo. How pathetic was that? Did I see somewhere that it actually was him? Or no, maybe it wasn't. Was it him? No, the director released a hilarious video of like the camera actually panned up and he had this weird long CGI neck leading to a picture of Henry Cavill's head, which is hilarious and I will post it online. Do you know what? Actually, you're dead right. I, I, we, we need to give that director some props because he's released some footage about, you know, when people criticize, you know, films. He was like, he re- released a video on the challenge of making films today. And it's just him breaking down bits from like Shazam. Uh, basic things, very basic things about continuity and mistakes that can slip in and how you fix them in post. Like, it's really, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, if you look up the director and just t- search him on YouTube, I'm sure it'll come up. But, um, 
he puts out some great stuff. He's an interesting guy. I'll look it up actually. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch that dial. Don't change that station because just for a minute, we're here invading your current universe and bringing you two hours. The tangent verses to probe your mind. I'm Kelvin. I'm the Chris. And we're two weirdos, nerds, geeks who discuss and obsess over ours and your favorite TV shows, movies, and other parts of geek nerd culture. So, how about you give us a listen and come with us down the rabbit hole. Take the red pill and see how dark and twisted things may or may not get. Available on all major podcast providers. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Good night. But you know what? We were talking about Dome City and we were talking about the event, the Fandom event. So I thought this was an apt time then because we talked about before what was our kind of favorite, like some of our favorite movies, superhero movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we didn't cover, and I feel like it fits very well here. Rob, what? I can go first if you want, but we're going to talk about our favorite DCEU movie. So this is the the, the Dome City Expanded Universe (laughs) movie. So it's a bigger dome than before. Oh, much bigger, much bigger. Uh, Gotham City dome. But do you want to go first on this one, or do you do you have one in mind? Or yeah, yeah. First, I mean, it's not a great bunch. Certainly not a great bunch. But it's Man of Steel for me. I'm not sure what it is for you. For multiple reasons, I feel that that movie cheated me into what I thought was the potential for this universe. So that's <laughs> so it starts and ends there for me, as far as I'm concerned. It tricked you, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love this film because it tricks me. <laughs> it tricks me. I had I thought, hey, that was good. It can only go up from here. I did not get that part right. Let me tell you, I thought it was going to be better. But look, I think the reason I I go back to Man of Steel as you and I both do, I think it's just because I find it. <laughs> the more they release more of these DCEU films, the more I find Man of Steel enjoyable because it starts to hold up more and more as a result because the other ones are so bad by comparison. Oh my god, it's like a, the, a prestige trick. <laughs> the real <laughs> trick was there the whole time. Was actually the that real it trick was, was that the movie the was actually film. good the whole time. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm completely well done, biased. Laugh. Well done. <laughs> I mean, I'm completely... <laughs> prestige out of it i'm completely biased here because obviously and it should this should not be the case and this is rare i feel but the score largely also affects my love for the man of steel but at the same time i think that's a fair uh, comment on it because the superman score is one of the most iconic pieces of music in history like you can go back decades and all, like on any generation generations and loads of any, anywhere across the world people will recognize that theme so by paying homage in a modern way to that i thought was an incredible achievement by absolutely nailing it hans zimmer to the score but also i just loved what i i thought it was a brave film i thought they really went for something different i thought they now it lost its way but like you and i've said many a times man of steel might be the best three quarters of a film i've ever seen <laughs> before it gets to the final act it's good fun i loved i i loved that we got more of krypton than we've ever gotten in the past there's a really interesting aesthetic there people always complain <laughs> fans complain that oh well the, the 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 krypton world is broken and at the aesthetic it doesn't make sense well i'll tell you what doesn't make sense about what's broken your fucking justice league world doesn't make sense so i let yeah. me have let me have my krypton please and thank you i mean i mean again you're arguing this doesn't work and the society doesn't work in a film where the guy superman is invincible to everything except for a piece of green rock so let's 
Let's yeah. all settle down. And he down speaks perfect here. Kansas English, by the way, as well. Nobody, nobody watches Bumblebee and that amazing start on Cybertron and goes, "None of this makes any fucking sense." Yeah. All right, because it's cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's all fair. Yeah, you, you, obviously, depending on what your perspective is in these films, the reason they're so polarizing is because you know people love and hate so many specific parts and so many specific elements of the films. Um, and I think as well, what has fueled the love for DC is also to spice the success of Marvel as well. But this Man of Steel came out before all that real combat kind of kicked off. So I think it gets a standalone in that sense as well. It followed a Dark Knight trilogy, which is pretty effective. So I was doubly excited for like a Superman-Batman crossover. We won't touch on that. But I think as a whole, the film is ambitious. Perfect casting as Henry Cavill. He literally looks and sounds the part it's perfect russell crowe was great as his dad what an interesting dynamic to kind of have him kind of pop in and out um as a character um the smallville fight scene for me really holds up they did make him too strong i'll admit that they made him too strong but they owned it in that first fight between him and like zod and his and his crew um i think there's some incredible set pieces there now the movie cora is that her name cora cora the explorer uh (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) that's definitely it yeah <laughs> um I, the problem is it falls into the tropes of uh, the big cgi fest the uh, uh, um and a lot of very heavy-handed christianity christianity and jesus imagery you don't have to reference it that directly you literally don't yeah, have maybe to don't reference christ quite so much don't, like maybe I mean, don't have a every three scenes not once every two scenes. He literally goes to confession with a priest. It, it happens. Yeah, Superman. and the priest essentially says, "Well, I mean, you're God." Yeah, I think like I, they're tr- I know they're trying to like fit it in with like how people will modern people will critique these kinds of things, but I don't know. Bit too silly for me. I I don't. Know, I'm not really prepared. To, I didn't really prepare anything specific because I'm kind of rambling here. I just I like the film to return to. I think it's uplifting. Certainly, the f- uh, when super, like that flight scene is an incredible example of that movie's potential you know superman yeah. learning to fly and the the sort of you really get jazz just watching him figure it out and the music is blaring and it, you get the thrills and the sense of wonder that he is experiencing also flying which is nothing that was really has been conveyed superman's just so cavalier about flying in the past he's just like yeah look at me fucking fly around the place look at me look how great i am i'm, I'm bloody superman look at me slide around the place this time you were enjoying it with him which i liked it made it more personable um lots of fun stuff in that film i just think overall it's just not as bad as the rest of them, and it's easy to rewatch in the whole scheme of things, for the most part. Yeah. So, so that's that. Like, I, I yeah. I mean, realistically, we were both going to pick the same film because yes. my favorite DCUE movie, D Doubly Dome City Your Expanded Dome City Universe film, is definitely expanded. Man of Steel as well. Yeah. What did you like about it? And why like, is it your favorite? It's, and it's, it's interesting because some of the parts that you said you don't like, I'm actually, and a lot of people don't seem to like, I'm actually going to defend. For instance, the, pack, the fact that he's all powerful and he's super overpowered. I think the only way you can tell a Superman story is by having him completely overpowered. Because you can't stay true to the character and tell a Superman story without him being overpowered. Because that's what the character is. He's the thing you're supposed to aspire to. This greater than humanity put together, blah, 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 all super powerful being. That's what he is. That's what the character is. Like, you can't try and underdevelop him because then you're you're undercutting who the character is in favor of making a film or whatever. And the problem is, then you have your difficulty of how do you make that relatable? Like we always said, like you said a minute ago, there is about 
60 to 50 percent of a really really good film that i think actually achieves that that shows you his human side and his upbringing but then shows you his alien side there's lots of great scenes in it that really make me like root for the guy and i want to see him succeed and the music works perfectly in tandem with it and then there's just some scenes like the whole last 45 minutes that i utterly despise and i will fast forward if i'm watching the film or just not watch that part because it just it takes so much away from the rest of it um, it's, it's funny because I said Logan had one of the greatest trailers ever with that Johnny Cash Hurt song but the trailer for Man of Steel was also excellent with the Lord of the Rings music and again it was just full of symbolism and it was the cape and all that and like a little kid with a with a with a you know he takes something off the washing line and has a hanging off him like a cape and it's like wow that is really cool and like you said it's hopeful and all that it does. sure it's a little it's a little bit jumbled a little bit mixes that a bit too much maybe doesn't spend enough time as a kid or not too linear but again i'm okay with that too like you said music is excellent that scene where he's flying for the first time you really feel it you really feel like you're there with him but again there's just i don't know there's something behind it that i'm like as if it was jumbled up in production or something the, the part where russell crowe fights back against sod the music is my favorite piece of fil- of, of, of soundtrack in a, in, a, in a movie it's called launch and i think hans zimmer made that to be like this is going to be the score this is going to be the main team and somehow it wasn't made the main team i know it's kind of unusual and ironically again like you said going back and watching it you're like there's so much hope and so much potential here mm. that is then summarily crushed weirdly enough by batman in the next film and you're like do these guys know what they're doing here so it just doesn't get enough time to flesh out and live that so now you're trying wonder woman and all that are trying to retroactively get that spirit back and they just don't seem to be able to do it so it's interesting that even though at first i was watching i'm like this has lots of problems now i watch it and i'm like oh this this really was a high point because i mean aquaman is, is a piece of shit shazam is laughably bad wonder woman i think it's a bit overrated it's a it's an enjoyable movie but it's it's very it's like an old 1991 x-men film or something like that you know what i mean um so and then we've got suicide squad which i always forget is there so realistically it doesn't have a lot of competition but i think man of steel stands a little bit above them as well even even it's it gets a little bit tainted with them but i think i think it definitely is better yeah i think the first half of that film they're very aware of who he is i think they get the hopefulness. They nail the casting. I think, like, fucking, I just realized that he got two, he's got two super dads in it because Kevin Costner is really good. Yes. As Jonathan Kent. And we can't forget about um, Martha Kent. Oh, what is the actress's name? Can you help me out here? Ugh, ugh. I mean, Catherine or something. Or, or <laughs> something like that. Just That's Catherine. That's all I'm going for. <laughs> Actually, I do want to say that there is, like, because you were saying that scene that really made it for you. <laughs> but there is a scene while you get that name. There's a scene that makes it for me is when towards the end of the film it's about 60% true or 69% true and it should be the end of the movie where Superman is getting shot by this world devouring destroying thing and shooting a big laser beam at him which has been done but who cares and he's trying to fly up at it and he can't and his skin is being pulled down and for a second he actually morphs in to Christopher Reeve which is amazing but the music swells up and he, he you can see him and he really fights it and into the thing and 
properly Superman flies through the, the machine and destroys it. And honestly, it's so hopeful and it's so nice. And I love that scene. And that kind of encapsulates what the film is for me because I forget the rest of it. Because also in that scene, you see lots and lots of people mercilessly killed. So it's By kind dubstep. of. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of wraps it up. It's like, yeah, I forgot about all those parts, but the good parts almost make up for it. See, that's why you, I think I like it as well because I know the. Because I've seen it now, I know the parts I really like. So I enjoy getting to them. I enjoy rewatching those. Like, mm. like Launch and, and, you know, all, all the stuff on Krypton and Flight and you know him kind of finding his feet as sort of a a wanderer and then finally getting the suit and flying and then taking down the world engine and stuff and you know hanging out with his his mom um catherine diane lane famous famous there you go that's it famous catherine catherine obi diane lane to to quote her full name (laughs) but yeah no the movie's great uh for the most part it just it's it's because it kind of always teeters towards this level of hopefulness and like a really good understanding of the character and then it just falls away at the end just yeah it just it's so close to getting it right and nailing it on so many times mm. and then it doesn't but if you watch it like this the infamous time i keep saying when me you and our friend carol were watching it drunk one night and we just we just kept oh shit yeah anyway but we just kept we just kept skipping <laughs> skipping about what 40 percent of it and like going to the main scenes and turning it up as loud as humanly possible and being like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen don't you think so carl he was the poor devil he's just like just let me go to sleep he's like passed out on the couch as we're like scratching there's like a a poster on the wall about how many of the top 50 films he's had you seen and we like scratch another one off and tell a fucking story about that movie for 20 minutes and then just like watch another scene in man of steel Uh. again so Top stuff, man. We have to create like a CG reenactment of that night sometime, or I don't know. <laughs> I'll find a way. I will find a way. Life will find a way. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you know what? I was going to ask a different question, but I'm actually going to ask this one instead because you know what? Let's make this our DC episode. Oh DC my god! DC detective centric episode. The bloody well, the dogs cuddles episode. The dogs cuddles. That's it. I was going to say the dogs, <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> what, what is? <laughs> What is, and maybe we've answered this already too, but what's your least favourite DCEU film? Uh, I can go first on this one if you want. It's Suicide Squad. Really? Okay. Yeah. Tell me why. I just hated it. thought it was terrible. <laughs> Story made no sense. Here's why it's especially bad against even a Justice League. The story follows Amanda Waller assembling the squad. And she assembles them. She's like, I need you for this secret mission. So get yourselves ready, Suicide Squad. Pause for 20 minutes to let Jared Leto think he's the, the tits pajamas to, to do some the sort dogs of wacky cuddles. Re- The dog's cuddles. <laughs> Cut back to Man of Water. He's like, okay, Suicide Squad, you're here, you're ready. All right, Suicide Squad, off you go. You're unleashed into the city. you got to get to this building. I can't tell you what you're going to do when you're going to get there, but bloody hell, you're gonna when you get there, you're going to know what it is. And they battle their way around. Everybody dies unless they're an A-list cast member, and then they get to the place where they're supposed to be. They open the door, and it's bloody feckin' Amanda Waller saying, well, surprise, it was me you had to save the whole bloody time. Which begs the question, what the fuck was that about? So she's out. She's like, I need you for a special mission. Enlist them. And the mission was to save her? So she... What, what, what kind of storytelling is that? That was supposed to be a big reveal. Terrible. Because terrible decision. obviously that because there was a film made that was then later discarded, which you can see by watching the original trailers. Because obviously, ironically, James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and they were like, "Let's let's try make that film." 
No, but no, but we already have a film made. Let let's let's try and make that film. Uh, but we have our trailers. I said, let's try. You could say that they jumped the gun. I get up them stairs, you dirty bastard. Yeah, I'm actually happy with that one. To be <laughs> yeah, I bet you're. But like, the start of the film when it introduces all the characters and they have like the names come up on screen and it's all crazy. Have you seen the last uh, Transformers film with Mark Wahlberg in it? The last night is that? No, what no, 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 no. Because no. they do a whole scene exactly like that. They do where there's not. all these Decepticons with the names and it's like Meat Grinder. Like none of them. I mean, I think they show up <laughs> for two grinder. seconds. But fucking, I can't remember them showing up. That's probably not his name. I just said that. But uh, that's like, interesting. That's where you went with that one. That that's straight for, oh, right for the Meat Grinder. <laughs> oh, it's the dog's collar again. <laughs> But yeah, actually look it up on YouTube after because it's so hilarious and it gives all them names because Megatron's recruiting a squad of Decepticons. But like, obviously it's that, it's a Michael Bay Transformers movie so none of them, none of them matter. But it's just amazing <laughs> to see how like Suicide Squad aped Guardians of the Galaxy then Transformers comes along and apes Suicide Squad and it's just like you can see how in- increasingly diluted and increasingly more bullshit <laughs> the films get as the snake worms its way down to the soil. Oh, nice metaphor. Well done, you. Well, well, I just yeah, think it's doing... terrible. I just think they made some bad creative decisions there from the get-go. I, I, this, this, they did have a stellar cast, and then they wasted them, and then the movie just got muddled and lost, and the villain was such a nothing villain, and I don't know. I remember really disliking that when I saw it. I, like, I, was, I, I was leaving the, the cinema visibly annoyed at what I had to sit through. <laughs> Everyone's everyone's asleep. And I'm normally pretty actors. tolerant. Normally, I'm I'm like I don't want to sound like I'm this pretentious prick who loves to rat on movies, but that one really bugged me because it was bad, objectively. That's I mean it's obje- I will agree it's objectively bad. Weird enough, I'm not actually going to go for Justice League either. The, my, my worst DCU EU film is Batman vs Superman. I mean <laughs> I I really fucking hate that piece of trash and i have i have fucking ragged on it in this podcast on numerous occasions but my god go get him do it go again it has so many people that defend it and i just cannot for the life of me understand how anybody finds any redeeming qualities in that piece of shit everything we've just said about man of steel that was so good and so hopeful and so cool about the character to get the character it sets him up in a place that you're like okay so the next one's going to be about superman accepting who he is Man, Batman vs Superman comes along and just shits all over him absolutely shits all over him he even himself turns out to be an asshole and all the lessons he learned in the originals he just forgets away in fact Catherine Diane Aubrey Lane or whatever <laughs> Keen she like she the messages she told him the first one about like you don't care you don't care who they are you don't owe them anything you know what I mean or it changes it changes her mind and it says the exact opposite in this film is like get out don't even care about the human race it's like what are you doing why are you saying this even 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 the, the hallucination of his dad all of a sudden turns out to be a prick tells him an awful story about like I don't know it was either like drowning dogs in the river or some, something to that effect <laughs> and you're like dad why are you like this like Superman gets like about five lines of dialogue in it and the rest is just Batman going well, I mean if there's even a percent chance he's bad we have to kill him well what no Batman no we don't well, I just, look we gotta, we gotta do this and again the whole thing of it sets Superman up as this incredibly powerful being which it should and then has Batman best him. You're like, guys, come on. How? I mean, you have to jump through however many hundred thousand plot contrivances to get there. But you're like, really? And then, of course, Wonder Woman just jumps at the end and everyone's like, oh, is she with you? <laughs> Thunderdome. 
DC Dome City. But uh, like Batman saying, is she with you? As he's like just mowing down people with guns, like just like mercilessly murdering them, and, like picking up flame chores and like roasting them to death and stuff like that. That line doesn't even make any sense, by the way, because oh. he, he emails her earlier. Yeah, so why not? It's yeah. like, hey, can you meet me at the Thunderdome later to beat this big guy with Superman? And then he's like, oh, I didn't email her. I don't know where the hell she came from. Like, what? And of course, Wonder Woman, can I add, gets the email and then goes to fly off in a plane. Like, and again, they're just like, let's just pretend that that never happened. <laughs> let's just let's just ignore that. Let's just ignore that fact, yeah? My also, God. they only fight for like two minutes. You have to wait an hour and a half and then they fight for like five minutes and then it's over. Uh, also, yeah, I, I big gripe I have with that one is why is Superman so dark and moody and depressed? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He's like, next time you, you shine your light in the sky, don't go to it because yeah. I'll kill you. Yeah. No, how about all the villains I'm stopping? I'll fucking kill you, Batman, you piece of shit. <laughs> Superman, calm down, buddy. Superman no. is supposed to be the antithesis to Batman in that sense. He's supposed to be more uplifting and more upbeat and kind of, you know, he's 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 the kind of uh, he he's the yeah. the salt to, no he's the chalk to his cheese you could say it's why he wears f- red and blue the brightest colours in the fucking world because he is the brightest hero you were talking to me about Suicide Squad making no sense Lex Luthor says to ba- to Superman you can't if you try to come save your mother if you try to come save her oh kill her and it's like so, so <laughs> Superman who's who's faster than the Flash can I say or as fast He's like, okay, I guess I won't go there. Then Batman like, flies there in his ship, which must make like all the noise in the world. Jumps in the building, slowly, one by one, takes the guy out by hand before walking into a room and pointing a gun at a bad guy. It's like, why couldn't Superman do that exactly? Oh, 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 oh. I'm the master. I'm the master. The master planner. Don't do it, Clark. Because demons aren't above us. Demons are below us. Fuck me, I hate that film. Oh, I am loving the Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Lex Luthor impression. More of that, please. That has to be one of your ongoing characters. That's going to be one of my ongoing characters. I love I hope it. he makes an appearance in the four-hour fucking Justice League. He, oh, he probably will, won't he? There's a, <laughs> there's a bit in that film where he puts a sweet into a man's mouth in the... <laughs> uh, in the weirdest interaction. Like, everything with him... What is that about? He pisses in a jar and says this like phrase doesn't exist. My, I can sure as tell as that as I can tell oh, that's pissing my grandma's jar. That's not a phrase. Anti something no, sh- piss or anti Nelly's piss or something like yeah. that. Or... Yeah. And then Superman, Superman goes to the courtroom and just like stands there as everyone gets blown up around him like Superman really you couldn't have done anything. You're, again you're as fast you're as fast as the Flash. You couldn't have done anything but you know I just nah, had my headphones in. Yeah. <laughs> I was too depressed. I didn't. I didn't Christ. turn on my X-ray vision, so I wasn't looking. Yeah, I was. I was too. I was too depressed. What? Yeah, I see. I see. I think as well. Ultimately, the reason I, I, we always rat on these films is because there's no consistency, at all. It's like Superman. He's kind of well. He was heading towards hopeful and Man of Steel. Then he's dour and depressed in Batman vs Superman. People would now are big dedicated fans would argue. Oh well, no. Like Zack Snyder's original vision was to keep him dark and depressed. So it would have made sense in his Justice League. Yeah. yeah, well, bullshit, because he's not supposed to be dark and depressed in the first place. Like, they're they're bad interpretations of the characters, which is the problem. The end of Man of Steel and the mute, the big scores. And you're like, yeah, yeah, Superman is here. Superman is... And then the next film, he's this miserable prick. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> oh, God. I, was, I am surprised, though. 
that you picked Batman vs Superman over the other ones that are there because <laughs> at least Batman vs Superman tried it's ambitious and it was trying to be something it like it missed a lot of the marks but you know like there's 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 some there are some are some interesting set pieces in there to be fair and like it looks incredible at times and you know there's 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 a sense of scale and they fucking went for now they missed the mark for us obviously but like they really went for it um nah, nah. <laughs> nah, that's a that's a no for nah. me terrible film right uh, rob uh i think i think on that bombshell uh, yeah that, that, <laughs> i think we're uh, it's time to close the dome Time to close the dome is time to smash the fucking dome. Is what it's, geez, I'm getting aggro thinking about of, of Batman versus Superman here. Jesus, time to lower, <laughs> wow, lower, the, lower the, the blood pressure, Ross. <laughs> Jesus, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh. Um, we, we we have on our website and on our on our podcast links and all this. We have a game of bingo. You can play along, so you uh-huh. can listen to this episode or our previous episodes. Play a bingo along with us. You know what? If you get four in a row, send it into our Twitter or send it into our email address, and we we'll we'll, we'll give you a shout out next episode. But Rob, right now, is going to tell you where you can find us. Ah, I see what you've done there. Yes, so the aforementioned website, capunderstands.com. That's where you can find us. That's a nice place to look up some stuff about us, including the episodes. We'll put the episodes up there. But for your main listening pleasure, maybe you'd prefer to listen to the uh, the, the podcast on SoundCloud, which is, I understood the reference, or, or Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. That's my personal favorite. There you go. Um, we're also on Podchaser and uh, Google Playlist, and of course the illustrious Podtail were there as well. Ross uh, graciously curates our Twitter, which is at CapUnderstands on Twitter. Lots of fun there, that's where he puts up those polls and um, all sorts of things. Actually, we've got a, there's a bracket competition going on right now, I, I forget who's organizing it, but we're up against The Bracketeers! Other, the bracket, oh, how did I not get that one? And we're up against other <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Um, so if you want, if you feel like voting for us, you feel like we, we, we've we, we've earned a place in the next round of the bracket, vote for us. I don't think we necessarily win anything other than a square portion of bragging rights, but you know that's good too. Yeah, there's that's also that's all the things that you can find us on for the most part. I it think. is indeed. Um, I also want to give out as usual a huge shout out to Pod Nation because everybody in there is great. Go to Pod uh, Chaser and look up the Pod Nation list. It's like, I think it's the top the top list on Pod Chaser. We're, We're part of it, which along is along with some other great people. Feckin' cool. Um, and we've been featured a few places this week, and a few people have done some stuff about us, so thanks to all them. Really cool to see us kind of getting uh, getting out there, so uh, thanks for all that. Yes. And, I mean, this was our this was our Dome City, Dome City episode. Dome City. Oh, we do so much Marvel stuff. Captain America's our logo, but look, it's good to get a Dome City episode in. <laughs> As, I, look, we don't hate DC. That's, I don't want to be that, that we don't want to be that crowd. I just, no, listen, like, I love, I love Batman. Go oh, read, come on. Go He's read got- year one. Go read Year One by Frank Miller. That's what. That's my. That's my tip right there. Oh yeah, some great stuff. Excellent. Some great Batman stuff already out there. I just think we've been let down a little bit on the DC side from a movie standpoint. Recently, only recently. Because uh, yeah, only recently, and because I we have hope for their potential. That's that's the problem. that's the key word. Hope. But look. But you can't bring hope to the Thunderdome, not the Fandom. There's no hope in here, not in the Fandom. Feck off, <laughs> hope. <laughs> Mad Max fandom. Look, I guess that all that there is left to say is that I have been Ross. And I didn't kill Earl Milford. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean and I've been Rob, but uh, this has been, I understood that reference. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Uh, take care out there. Everybody look at Arrested Development, because you're not going to get that, <laughs> any of this episode I otherwise. I <laughs> reference. I didn't do Bye, it. Bye, I didn't do it. <laughs>